just guys i for, i totally have forgotten yeah. how to do production we'll do guys live. uh hello everybody and welcome Hi. to the stream scene everything's working i swear uh welcome to the stream scene guys it is good to have you we are going to be doing a show uh post e3 about uh just recapping our experience and um things that you should think about and start to do um as we post e3 and um you know all these games get announced so my brain is not working today uh hunter my lovely co-host hunter take it away hi good good morning i now it's i think this is a really uh this is a super simple request but for those of you in the chat if you watched any of the e3 stuff i i have not seen anybody uh who gave it gave the entirety of e3 an overall rating give, give me a number out of a number preferably out of 10 let's keep it simplistic not out of race car times hot dogs what was your <laughs> overall score of, of e3 as a whole especially if you've seen <laughs> it's a good rating system especially if you've seen other e3s before what how did you feel like it performed now today <laughs> talking about e3 we a lot of us uh the, all, all of us covered e3 in some form or fashion and uh pay attention to it pretty closely we're covered we're covered we're not covered by two guests i wouldn't mind being covered by two guests <laughs> danitage and lucid fox uh, -huh. uh two fantastic people who who did join us uh for the e3 coverage uh are here mm -hmm. with us today to talk about the e3 recap and the post e3 conversation hello my friends danitage what who Hi. are you what are you what are you doing what are you up to Dude, I'm 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 a sleepy boy. Um, uh, my name's Dan Taj, uh, and I I play you know games on the internet. But I an author, a video gamer, a today a complainer. I dude, I complained all morning today about so many different things. Um, but <laughs> a very hyped boy about all the stuff coming from E3, and I'm you know just. You can find me at Dan Taj everywhere. That's just what I do. I mean, legitimately, I complain, but then I like complain about things i like too it's weird it's weird it just means you care yeah. i really hate I guess. Yeah. yeah yeah i don't I like, like caring though caring's too much work oh <laughs> my gosh dumb. yeah all right lucy what about you what are you who who are you uh i really i i'm just a a man set adrift throughout the universe uh looking for my calling and uh trying to trying to find my way hoping the next leap will be the one home this is going to be uh, a no weird way, show isn't it that's sam that's sam <laughs> from quantum leap exactly. that's different uh no no, no exactly. i'm hi hi i'm lucid uh, i'm here uh, enough hi chat good to see you guys again have been well our Still, third host what, at least a week yeah uh I play video games sometimes well sometimes not well that's about it that's what i do with my life <laughs> that's entirely fair that's all I, that's all i got man uh nintendo mostly Re really 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 excited to play bloodstain in a couple of hours mm. i know it's tomorrow but I'm, i i if i say a couple of hours it makes it closer for me so apparently they're sending me something but i don't know what it is yet yeah same i don't know i'm excited they asked for a shirt size, and I was like, whoa, I could use another shirt, so I'll be great. <laughs> I got too many shirts, man. <laughs> I'm gonna start denying shirts soon, man. That's crazy. My wife, my yeah. wife made me get rid of industry shirts the other day. Well, you know wow. we're, we're shirts, planning a minute. Shirts yeah. are, they're just pre-rags. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. It's just pretty yeah. much. Okay, so looking looking at this looking at the scores from chat, this is actually moderately highly, highly rated. Yeah, I give it a seven mm -hmm. or eight. I maybe. gave it a B minus. Yeah. 
I, I would give it a lot higher rating than the last couple of years, for sure. Really? I think I give it like an eight out of ten, honestly. And I've been I give it lower like than last year. Years. I would say I, I would say last year was lower. I'd say the year before last was excellent. The year before last what, was, remind me what was what was like the big announcement that year? Uh the year before last was Sony, uh, it was God of War. Like Sony had like a banner uh, year. Oh, one of the best, that's right. one of the best yeah, press yeah, conferences yeah, yeah, yeah. they had ever had. Yeah. Nintendo had an amazing direct. That was their first year for Switch titles. Like, yeah, it was a I think that was the yeah, first yeah, time yeah, yeah, yeah. on my own channel and my I just my mouth was open the entire time. Yeah, twenty seventeen was like, and it was the first Devolver conference. Like it was twenty seventeen. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. Yes. That's 2017 fair. was a solid nine out of ten for me. That is fair. Yeah, yeah, but this this year uh, it was better than last year. It was better <laughs> than last year. Uh, Sony, Sony, Sony. Last year was just like, no, we don't want to be here anymore. So we're just gonna do some really like over, obsensible uh, like insanity and and see if you guys can follow it. Nobody could, so they just decided not to come anymore. Yeah, I don't think it was better than last year though. Like, no, really. I mean, because uh, last year we had so many like awesome announcements like i mean think about even bethesda yeah what last year yeah yeah and you also had um bethesda with freaking a new uh elder scrolls game and um uh, i can't with you what was the other thing that they announced um that they didn't Star they announced they said Starfield. the names they said the words yeah. elder scrolls 6 and starfield and, and that's hype man that's hype yeah, admittedly sufficient Met, no, Metro Prime had, like, 4 is coming. They, they in, also like, had uh, Sekiro um, uh, at yeah. the Xbox yeah. conference. Oh, well, we can counter yeah. that with, with oh, the, my God. Let me the new one, up. right? Okay, yeah. so here's yeah. the thing. Like, yeah, compared to, like, last uh, like last they year's E3, there was... Everybody's favorite. I mean, people were still excited about it. Um, uh, no, I was excited about it. Compared to last year, like, I feel like there was... Xbox conference than last year? Yeah, there was just a lot more, like, big titles last year, though, like... Um, what else did you have? Um, I was, I think that was like the first reveal of cyberpunk stuff too last year. Yeah, Dying Light mm -hmm. 2, um, Gears 5, Halo Infinite. Like the mm -hmm. Ubisoft conference was amazing. We had, uh, what do we have Ubisoft at Ubisoft last year? Was, Ubisoft killed was fantastic. It. Knew what to do. Yeah, this weird. year, Ubisoft Beyond Good Oof. and Evil last year, uh, yeah, Assassin's exactly. Creed Beyond Odyssey. Yeah. I mean, I'd like um, yes. Skull and Bones. Skull and Bones, yeah. Skull and Bones. Was, was a big one. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Star Fox was that related to Ubisoft? No, that was Starlink. That was Ubisoft. Starlink, yeah. Starlink. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Starlink. It yeah. had Star Fox in it, yeah. Yeah. Just saying, yeah, Breath of the Wild two developed. Bethesda also had the Wolfenstein announcement. They had Doom Eternal. Yep. yep. Rage two. This year. Yeah, we had, yeah. we had new stuff for both of those. I'm just saying. I we feel like there's a lot more big titles announced last year. I don't know. There's a big upgrade this year because last year Xbox only announced 53 new titles, and this year it was 60. That's true. Yeah, that sure, is true. Sure, 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 sure. In one show, that's seven sure. additional titles. Well, that's it's, a pretty it sounds season. like it sounds like Loco and I watch E3 for very different reasons, though. Because yeah, like, right. I, I think that's one of the great things here. I dig, I dig the big titles. I think they're cool and stuff like that. But I know that most big titles I don't play until a year after they release anyway. Sure. And sometimes I don't even stream them, so it's like I play them mm -hmm. in the, my my office or something like that. But like, there, I felt like there was a lot more smaller little things that were in this year that was like, oh, just in case you guys were excited about this, let's just throw yeah. another thing in there, another thing. And it's like for me personally, I was like, oh, that is that's a lot of stuff that most people don't care about, but I'm like super into it. Yeah, um, but that's I mean, 
I feel like that objectively wouldn't make E3 better. I mean, yeah, no, I guess no, it was better for you, not. though. It makes sense. Right, here's but... my thing. I think... Is there anything objective about this? Here's another yeah, I mean, second it, point it, about it, this. It, okay, go. Here's another I have a really good point to make. This, <laughs> that, well, this... here, Just one more food piece of food for thought. Uh, this E3 was the first no, no, E3 no. minus Sony and EA. And still maintained mm -hmm. at least on par with last year. Some of us saying better, I some of us saying a little worse. Yeah, this, this is the first year without EA. This no? is EA, EA Play's been going for three years. Oh, has it? I thought EA was there mm -hmm. last year. No, it's all EA Play. They oh, do it, it the okay, day before technically E3 starts. First, first year without Sony, at least. And yes. still maintained on par for me. I, I thought better, but then again, Nintendo and, and Square Enix were. It was the first time without the PC gaming conference. Gaming oh, was... God. Wait, what? I said it was my report card. Yeah. It was the first, first oh, time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah. what? Uh, but we did we did have... I mean, and not that these are, are big and critical factors, but the ones that I want to point out, and they're not really uh, related to the show that we're putting on today directly. But Orion uh, was, an, was an interesting development. Yeah. The uh, Ubisoft um, subscription platform thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, another, you know, player in the sort of the the subscription, the whatever whatever the the services are, uh, <laughs> those are all getting routed out. Is we had another one there, and right. then the Xbox Pass going with like an Ultimate yeah. Edition and also bridging between console and PC, and some of the developments that they were adding in there was also really cool, including uh, gold and whatnot. Uh, was also really uh, kind of kind of neat. So there were we had a, we had a couple of of, of like bigger like non-title announcements. Well, too. this this year was huge for the Xbox Game Pass and all yeah. the stuff yeah. they talked about releasing for it. It was giant. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't think that this year was bad necessarily. I just think last year we had these big titles. I think this year we saw there's a lot of sequels and a lot of uh, remakes and stuff, which is you know sure. exciting. Mm -hmm. But it's I mean, unique IPs to me is are like a big uh interest of mine so i mean yeah we saw elden ring and, and a couple other big well, titles I but thought, we saw I thought we square saw, enix's thing this year was a lot better than last year we even we even saw a console reveal loco yeah that's not enough that's not there well, hey xbox got good of. ratings for me but i just like sort of the thing also that yeah. i criticize is like there was not hardly any gameplay shown at e3 yeah. like it was all There's trailers that. and well that's they me showed is... a lot of Final Fantasy VII gameplay, and I think mm -hmm. people are super hyped about that. Mm -hmm. Yep. I personally don't care, but I know a lot of people do. Well, I'm ready. I'm. Oh, I'm gonna lose myself to that game. Right, so, like, as much as I don't care about a lot of Square Enix stuff, I think their conference was a lot better this year than last year. Yeah. Yes. Well, um, their last year was Just Cause Four and Kingdom Hearts Three, and that was it. Yeah. Oh so, yep. yeah. Yeah. Like, of course, it was. Anything could have been better than last so, year. And on the same note as Loco just said, I don't think last year was bad by any means. I don't. I just, sure. I thought that it felt it felt more well put together, except for the PC gaming show. I was just like, I think m mostly what held that show up was their announcements and what they talked about. Um, it and, felt like it was more for the people. It's like you, you, all you care about is what we're going to talk about. So let's just talk about it. Like sure. no, they didn't need any fa fancy lights or anything. It was, it was kind of just let me let us let us feed you the good stuff. 
Baldur's Gate 3. Come on, Loco. Come they on. did not. So what good. did they do with Baldur's Gate 3? They did nothing. It was a waste of space. Like, they didn't even <sighs> reshow the trailer and they didn't show anything new. Didn't we see the And they didn't talk about anything new because they're like, we can't yeah, talk we about it. Like, it, it. Yeah, it was like three days in advance. Yeah. advance anyway. Yeah. And then it just shows up the same exact thing. Right. Like, if they showed something new, that'd be exciting. But it was just kind of like an ad, right? It's like, oh, by the way. They did talk about it, though. Like, like the. The head from Larian and Wizards of the Coast were both there talking about some. They mm -hmm. they dropped some good knowledge bombs, I think. Yeah. Mm. Also, Bloodlines two gameplay. A, a Greens isn't wrong. Like Vampire the Masquerade looks amazing. Yeah, I've never played uh, Bloodlines, but it looks really cool. Yeah. So yeah. that whole story and the whole world that they build is really interesting. Again, not one of my games, but I'm very interested to watch it. Mm -hmm. Um, it they they build a very good world around that, and the the whole vampire the masquerade world is basically as, it's almost as big as the dungeons and dragons world there's a ton of stuff in there to talk about and there's a ton of lore um so cool. i'd be interested to, to check it out yeah i don't know i but I, i'd say like at, at the very least at the very bare minimum i think the last two years are at least comparable but much less intense than 2017 was like I, I can i can definitely agree with the fact that the past two years haven't been as good as what came before all I know is like, I think Xbox last year wasn't fantastic. Yeah. But this was year about, was like was about at least three same. times as good. Yeah. I don't know. I thought Xbox was pretty strong last year too. It was definitely one of the remember best. It too much. I think it was about the same. You know, I'd I'd give it the same score for the same like they, they announced a bunch of stuff. Most of it wasn't theirs. Yeah. Eh. I mean the Xbox conference, like eh. I said, had um they had Halo. Sekiro, Faults, mm -hmm. uh, 76, Sea of Thieves, um, yeah. Cyberpunk, Gears, Dying Light 2, Devil May Cry 5, Tomb Raider, Division 2. They had a lot of stuff, plus the acquisitions, right? Ninja Theory, Compulsion. Yeah. yeah. So we saw Ninja Theory's game get played a little, or show a little bit of, right? They didn't, they didn't actually show gameplay, did they? Not last year, yes. but this no. year. No, this year. They did no, show this a year. Bit in, it was like, it was like one trailer and the trailer yeah. showcased characters, sort of world, and a little bit of gameplay in there, but nothing mm -hmm. that gave you a, a bigger sense of how games play out, how how a match yeah. plays out. So you didn't you didn't get a great grasp of that. Yeah, but just so, yeah, but some basics about it. Yeah, I, I have a question. So yeah. if we look at just pure announcements, I think that yeah, they're they're close to comparable. I still think this year's a little bit better, but um, as far as like I, I'm I'm vaguely remembering the last two years before this year and it mm -hmm. feels like just in overall production quality and all the shows were better this year and, and maybe i'm crazy but can anybody corroborate that yeah i don't disagree with that i think some shows had this i like like i think ubisoft's production quality is worse honestly uh than maybe. last year i mean even just yeah, they looking, didn't have saber there damn yeah just looking like like realistically just looking at like their their just dance set that they did this year versus last year head and shoulders above like uh last year's was so much better than their uh just dance piece that they normally do right <laughs> they did the youtube meme last it's year that's a, right yeah it's such a it's such a little thing to look at but like you you know you you kind of pick things apart and you're like yeah their production quality yeah. but like pc gaming was the same their production quality was on par with what they did last year so yep. so was xbox xbox actually last year was the first year that they had stellar production quality Versus like 2017, hmm. where I can I remember myself being very like nonplussed with anything that they showed. 2017, yeah. I I remember being like I wish they would be like Sony, and then last year they were. 
Well, last you know? year Sony also had major issues with their production. <sighs> like, so that yeah. was a huge negative in E3 last year. Yeah. But they didn't. Well, they didn't screw up this time. It's true. So I'm saying, like, you know, you sub subtract. <laughs> but you do miss 100% of the shots you don't take, right? It's true. It's true. I guess they, that's no true. one had. It was very ambitious what they did last year. No one's ever like moved set pieces and been like, okay, now we're taking you for another experience. And probably for good and reason, that, honestly. How does that? How does that translate to like video? Yeah, it was very odd. But you know, I'm sure the people that experienced it loved it. Yeah. Nintendo I, this year I, had an incredibly strong conference awesome. as well. It was for, and they're the shortest conference, yeah. forty minutes, yeah. like half yeah. as much as the longest one. Mm -hmm. But the, but the Bowser thing. It was, was charming funny. and Come amazing. On. Come on. Come on. Laugh a little. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, actually, I absolutely love that stuff. <laughs> I'm kidding. So good. That... I, wanted to see, I wanted to see what chat would say. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Bowser thing was excellent. Like, everything they did was, was great this year. Like, honestly, like, they, there was not one thing where I was just like, oh, that. Even the Dark Crystal thing, I was like, sure, I'm intrigued. Whatever. Never seen a Dark Crystal game. I feel like with Nintendo, they're finally coming around to like listening to the community and kind of like being in touch with, you know, us as people, not as like, oh, these are the Nintendo overlords and what they say goes and they're just doing well, their own thing and let them do their thing. You say that, say that to the Pokemon community. Why? Like, oh, they are, there are Personally, things happening. Don't, don't look I at Nintendo, parts of Nintendo Twitter. It's bad. Really? I no, I miss that. Nintendo and Pokemon, though. They feel like two different worlds. Well, I mean, not. there's a lot of, there's a lot of different cliques within the Nintendo community. Like, Mario Maker is its own thing. And Super Smash Bros. is its own thing. Yeah. And, and, uh, uh, Animal Crossing is its own thing. Seems like And mm. Pokemon is its own thing, you know? I'm sure there were people that will 100% agree that animal crossing is what made this year's e3 a million times better than oh, any other excellent. one excellent yeah yeah well, yeah. yeah i mean i'm glad that they said something you know it's it's being delayed but they said something they like were like human about it they're like mm -hmm. like we want to spend more time on the game like we need to delay it to make sure it's its best like they weren't just like they didn't they just completely dismiss it which i think you know would right. be pa a past nintendo thing to do also mario yeah. maker they are getting online play they they announced that like so it's I mean, cool. I, I do think they are listening to. Well, you gamers. can't play with your friends, though, right? No, that's what they're talking about. Is is updating it in the future where you can play with your friends? Oh, okay. Yeah. Because Nintendo's been really dropping the ball there. Like, like Mario Party <laughs> is so a million weird. times better if you can actually play with. Your oh friends. yeah, I Stop mean, it. I. It. It. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's again, again. I'll say this till day I die. I'll defend it. Uh, <laughs> Mario Party's never been online, and you're trying so, to impose these. You're. you're I don't want to get into this again. Of, well. I get to play games, you know, uh, online all the time. Well, yeah, but we don't that's talk their about IP. this anymore. We don't talk about that's this the, anymore. It's gonna happen. IP. It's they gonna can happen. Do what I want to do with it. It's gonna happen. I, I'm not denying that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not like, at all denying that. <laughs> I want, I, I want Mario Party online. Sure, I agree. I agree I think on a that lot point. Of people do. Yeah, but I'm saying that Nintendo's never done that, and it's silly for people to like say oh well how dare you do this with this game like why don't you do it the way that i want to do it it's like well i don't know man who's, I, I don't know who's saying no, that that's yeah. that's the that's the nintendo no that's literally the i'm nintendo literally saying though. it's the perfect game to play with your friends so why don't i why can't i play with my friends sure 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 and valid point but you know that's just not how nintendo like handles mario party yet 
And I think one of the I biggest. Like, so the, I think the part that I think is confusing about it is they've developed such a great system with like Mario Kart and developing a room and just everybody joining it and having some fun there. I feel like sure. that that can slip right into Mario Party. But Danitaj, I... I'll let you know that all of these points have Remain. been made. <laughs> yeah, she's by the Loco, Nintendo Loco panel already, at E3. We've Loco sussed it out. Solved it. Loco solved it. Yeah, except, uh, except for the fact that match length is an hour long at least. And anyway, not something that Nintendo's committed to. But, but overall, I do think that Nintendo had a great conference and definitely, yeah. in my opinion, the strongest conference. Um, yeah. Even oh, despite it being like a 40 minute show. Um, mm -hmm. But so, there okay. So as yeah. a streamer, like what E3 obviously has more significance to us because we are in the business of gaming. Most of us, you know, as streamers, we play games and that's a huge part of what we do. Um, so hmm. for those that um, watched E3 or, you know, heard some news, what are your next steps? Like, what are your thoughts after E3? Uh... I, I asked that question to chat today, actually. I was like, so no, I'd, I'd ask that. Well, it's a similar question, but not so I, I asked what not what you're looking forward to playing but what are you looking forward to hearing about more before it actually releases mm -hmm. and it it was a little i don't it was a little maybe a difficult question to to answer but because i didn't really get what i thought was was an answer that would would help in this conversation but i thought it was i thought i'd get something it just it was hard because i'm like you you have all these games that show up and then you mark them all in your calendar and you're like okay i'm just gonna wait for that day but like what do you want to hear about more before things like before it actually comes out what sort of updates are there and i it's a really hard question but i thought uh, that's i ask the questions i don't answer the questions <laughs> most of the time sure, 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 sure. i am the one who asks <laughs> i'm pretty for me, bad it's at entirely answering indie questions. stuff entirely like yeah. and for good for good reason we understandably get you know like the xbox is an easy one to point to you get, mm -hmm. uh, you know, a blast of, of 30 freaking games in like a 10 second span. And it's like one frame a piece. It's like, brrr, and I'm like, oh, that, but that, no, I want that. Oh, and then it's gone. Like, that was, yeah, videos. that was tough. I, there are, well, I mean, right. And of course you're going to do it that way. You, you, you know, the PC gaming conference is, is, is a place to have more opportunity to explore uh, smaller titles, bigger, bigger conferences like Xbox. You know, you're going to, they're going to focus on the big boys and and blast through the little ones i'm glad that the little ones show up that the indie yeah. titles show up there and we get something and you know there, there there are names and there's a bit of visual and you go like oh interesting writing it down i have mm -hmm. that entire list written down and i want to see so much about a lot of those because they immediately immediately intrigued me and we all know that the indie space is where people are taking risks um, yes. And every single one of those games looked dramatically different. Of course, mm -hmm. looking at a lot of AAA titles, you put them next to each other, and sometimes you're like, "I these are, are these the same game? I can't right." But every single indie game that I saw was like, "Oh, you know, like that's a shark eating people off a raft," and like, "Oh, yes. that's a racing oh, game yeah. where it turns into a bird and then and then into a planet." Like, how does that? What what are we looking at here? Mm -hmm. You know, I'm gonna be all, playing Man Eater all day, Dude, all day, every day. Way right. of the Woods, I'm very excited about, honestly. Like, which one's that one? The one where you're a deer and you like wander uh, around, oh, yeah. and, like through the city. Yeah, yeah like, that looks, that looks excellent. I want that. You know, that was, that was Zoo? one of the. Yeah, yeah, Planet Zoo is going to be disgustingly good. Uh, uh, Microsoft Flight Sim. See, that's yes. when we get into that kind of stuff. You're talking like, to me. me. Like, I yeah. want that badly. It's going to yeah. be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's going to be. Yeah, no, Microsoft Flight Sim is going to be just 
chill, good, excellent times. Battle I'm going to spend thousands of dollars Battle on Battle sticks. No, stop this. <laughs> Battletoads is literally one of the worst things I saw on stage. <laughs> what? I was upset. I was upset. Like, well, like, here's the thing. I'm not a Battletoads fan by any means, but just like looking at that art style, it's like, oh, cool. You hired like one animator and then like, like strung him out on like acid. Like, what is this? <laughs> Why did you do this? I mean, it looks that is terrible. Professional approach. <laughs> yeah, like that's how you do it, I guess. No, but it like, ugh, ugh, it's mm, it's rough looking. Yeah, it's funny. Um, so <laughs> I think one of the things that I've seen people doing, you know, obviously we did co-streaming of E3, so that's something that you could do as a streamer. And then afterwards, you also have um, people that are kind of writing down all the the their interested titles and the launch dates for that, so that they can kind of keep track because. I would say you have probably like at least half of the games that are mentioned have like a release date or even a year. And there are a lot mm -hmm. of games that are coming out as early as, yeah. well, uh, last week, actually, there are some things <laughs> yeah. that were shown at E3 right. that are already out. Right. So, yeah. um, you know, so that's something that you can do on stream with your community to kind of gauge their interest. Right. And be like, okay, like this looks cool. What do you guys think about this? Kind of, you know, put your, mm -hmm. your ear to the ground to Get a pulse on on what your community is interested in and what you're interested in as well and and start planning out at least your the rest of your year mm -hmm. that's an interesting point because they're coming out so fast it's so hard to plan man yeah it's true i don't know that's tough yeah but i think this is also like the it, perfect time because it's yeah. like still even if with games coming out immediately there's it's still the slow season for games sure so like july yeah, is gonna have a lot of downtime like the Police next, simulator uh, comes out tomorrow, so I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, July and August look a little uh, sparse for sure, but then it's just like rapid fire once we have. Right. Doesn't July have a bunch of stuff though? July's pretty heavy. July isn't had it? a couple of things, not really, really anything crazy. Crash Team I forget Racing what it was. Somebody's talking about a bunch of July that. releases. Yeah, this is another no. one of my favorite things about indie titles is you can go like, well, how many indie titles? Are, oh, 17 indie titles launching this week. <laughs> oh, cool. yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, that's right. Fire Emblem and Dragon Quest Builders, both on July. Dragon Those are huge. Both games oh, I won't play, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Dragon I Quest. Love the first Dragon Quest Builders. Builders. It's really good. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll definitely play Fire Emblem for sure. But I don't know, like comparative to what's coming afterwards. Hold up. Let me look here. No, of course. But like when I started going to E3, you used to hear about games that were coming out. They're all the new games were coming out in the holidays. You're like, oh, I got to wait. Sure, I'm sure, sure, sure. June, yes. I got to wait till November or October oh, actually, to play these games. Youngblood comes out in July as well. That's right. What does? I forgot about that. Youngblood. Uh, oh, Wolf yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wolf so, Stein, yeah. So to that, to that point, last year, uh, <laughs> there's... <laughs> Uh, a lot of people who followed my particular stream and, and per, uh, specifically my career path this year know uh -huh. how insanely exciting but infuriating it was to have so many titles packed into a, like launch like there was like, was, like oh launch god package. yeah everything mm -hmm. released in like the same month and last yeah. you do 12 hour streams for those things <laughs> i don't think they knew that they had all like it was it's it was one of those things where it was like um uh, what do you call it? You just everybody's like tapped in on the same like psychic wavelength, mm -hmm. and they all pick the same day. Last and year you had yeah, same day, three titles, three major the titles on the same three day. Major yeah. titles. 
Yeah, uh, that was. How, how do you murder thing. the Hunter Wild by releasing <laughs> this well, many games on the same day? <laughs> that's happening in uh, September as well, I think. There's a ton of things releasing around yeah. the same time as like Borderlands, and it's like, well, and I October. You, I wish you yeah. the best of luck. <laughs> Have fun. Yeah, Gears releases three days before Borderlands Three. Like, okay, well, better than three days Have after. Fun. But it's like having a picnic in a war zone. It's like, you know, you're not making it out of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) The Monster Hunter DLC releases a few days before that. Like, yeah, September is just insane. It's better than when, what was it? Was it, so EA released, was it Battlefield and and another shooter within two weeks of each other? Mm -hmm. And cannibalized their own games? Can't even remember the other game because like. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Sorry, I forgot. I forgot, and also the biggest part of uh, E3 this year that we talked about a lot, uh, Day by Daylight is releasing on the Switch in right. September, so that's important. Yeah, a lot of yeah. games look like Dead by Daylight. Yeah, a lot of Dead by Daylight. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Ty- so, so Battlefield released two weeks before, or Titanfall, yeah. two weeks after Titanfall, Titanfall and that. Titanfall was a way superior game that just got God, overshadowed it by itself. Titanfall is so good. Yeah. I love Titanfall. Kind of and, and, you, you know, mm-hmm. and so like on the back end of the industry, it's like you, you obviously have different choices that you have to make. You have your, your uh, you know, performance within, you know, your quarters and mm-hmm. how you're projecting out you know, with the, the, the sales at certain times and then how it fits into other release schedules that you have. It gets complicated. Sometimes you are, in fact, forced to make a less worse call than the alternative by placing it at the same launch date as, as something else. But True. So Do you want to know like, what I... Yeah. No. Go ahead. I was. I was just gonna. I was gonna go to try and move back to Loka's gen more. Bro- oh, I was just. Question. Yeah. Oh, I, I got that for you. You want to know what I'm planning for as post E3? Mm. I'm planning for a uh, a tip goal of five thousand dollars so that I can have an enter the gungeon cabinet because. I was gonna ask <laughs> you oh about yes. That. I was gonna ask you about that. Do you? Devolver do you not go like need that in your house? themselves right off for teasing me with this crap. <laughs> no. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I need it. I got to see it too. I got to see a physical version of it at the Devolver parking lot, and I was like, "Can I just the take Devolver it home? parking lot? I love it. Can at I just the Devolver parking lot? That's <laughs> yeah. so well, Devolver. They do, right so there. their thing is in a parking lot. It's crazy. It's weird. Yeah. But they've I got just, like they've got like trailers and everything. It's ridiculous. Well, they had tents this year. That's where I met. Oh, okay, so I, okay. I was on stream with with um with all the, with a couple other people. Um. And we played a game. What the heck game? Oh, Heave Ho, which is actually Heave pretty Ho's fun. A, Heave Ho is yeah. another one. I want to play online with my friends. Yeah. Yeah. So, we yeah. It, it was me, Clara, um, and and 8-Bit Dylan and Katie. And we just all played together. It was it was, it was dope. It was oh, awesome. is that the, the but, sticky yeah. one with your holding? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. That yeah. needs to be online. It's the one that yeah. we played. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a game that needs to be online, man. Yeah. Like, that is only local multiplayer. And it's killing me Bad. inside. Yeah, that's always an interesting thing that I, I'm I'm still continuously surprised that I see, and I don't actually have a good way to gauge it. Like, I want to talk to people like, like Rami and and you know some other industry, you know, devs and 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 industry titans in their in their critique and thinking mm-hmm. how the two sides actually match up because we still see games getting produced that are local co-op only in 2019. Yeah. It's it continues to surprise me what that, that it, there must be a lot of an audience well, for that specifically because uh, you know yeah. otherwise it's like why why 
I think a lot. From what of it I hear is, is netcode is, is just too hard and expensive to actually produce properly, and they don't they don't yeah, want it yeah, to certainly. ruin their reputation. There's that. There's I I'm I'm sure that's part of it for sure. I think I think I think there's a lot of people that, that literally don't want to put their reputation on the line by releasing a bad. Uh, badly coded online experience because it has absolutely killed games before. The rest of your game will be yeah. totally overshadowed. Right, that's yeah. a great game by, by the fact issues. that this yeah. one, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. and and I mean, and honestly, I think there's still something to be said for the online couch co-op experience. Like I don't well, think. But, but why can't anything... you, I guess the question is why can't you have both? Which is I, probably where that comes from. It's like yeah. you can have the couch co-op experience, but you can also give people the option to play with their friends online too sure, but that's sure, sure. But but yeah when you're, when you're talking about that code being expensive like yeah right. like how how yeah. much do they want to pour extra into that game just to make that yeah. viable versus the return you that they're going to get off of people at, at least what i mean like as in, i'm thinking as in for 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 indie uh devs you have to hire out at least one other person to do full scale work to produce yeah. that if not if not a you know a small a small team you gotta find you gotta go money. around town and find your netcode expert and make sure he doesn't get arrested. So you got to beat up the cop that's trying to arrest him, and then yeah, yeah. You know, then do a mission later to get him on your GPARP. Because I like it, but <laughs> I, was, I was referencing the watchdog stuff. Oh, nice, 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 nice. Oh, I like that. Yes, I like Thank that. You. So you pretty know, much, right. what, yeah, watchdogs is still going to be GTRP at the end of the day. Which I mean, uh, yeah, it's true. I'm looking forward to it. That's gonna be a that's that's absolutely an RP game. Mm. Well, because so so back to the the whole netcode thing. I I I think I the hardcore Smash players won't remember this Smash as what the casual people will think. But but I think a lot of the casual people will say, "Oh yeah, Smash Ultimate. That was the game with all the bad netcode, right?" Yeah, and I th I think <laughs> yeah. that I think that will get remembered that way, and I think that's sure. huge. Sure, uh, you're right. You sure. are right. I don't I don't disagree. But then at the same time, you've also got people that, that fight that. So this is the problem with the Pokemon community right now. <laughs> this one. This one this thing is, is the problem. No, 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 no. But but no, 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 no. But here's the here's the 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 segue. This is the problem with the Pokemon community right now. They want all the all the Pokemon. Yeah. The Pokemon I know. community yeah. has said, hey, instead, why don't we just make a really great experience? And you'll be able to catch some of the Pokemon, and you're going to be able, be able to catch, catch a bunch of new ones. No, Listen, if I don't Pokemon have all 9,000 Pokemon, I don't want to play your game. Listen, Pokemon community. Like, there's right. a lot of Pokemon Dana that are Tosh terrible. Has something to say to you, Pokemon community. <laughs> right, like, there are, there like, are Pokemon listening. that are garbage at the, Pokemon. At the end of the day, do we value <laughs> gameplay experience, or do, do we value like being able to do anything that I possibly want to be able to do? You know, like that's. <laughs> well, I think Pokemon, the issue the is Pokemon like company said. Pokemon is is such a it's a game for collectors, right? Like, it's literally called like their tagline is "Gotta catch them all," right? So I can understand <laughs> the frustration nope. if you can't catch them all. Not wrong. Yeah. Nope. Nope. <laughs> gotta catch them all. And nope. in parentheses, you literally can't. You can't. Yeah, yeah, nope. sure, sure, sure. I would be upset too if I had subtitle. if I was like nope. a collector type person and I literally couldn't collect them. Pokemon I, is not about that. Fair. Pokemon that's is about a cute little true. green monkey smacking people with his stick. All right, right. that's all. That's all Pokemon is. As, as someone who has one time, one time, and one time only in my life, one hundred percent of a Pokemon game, I can tell you it is hundreds of hours to catch them all 
and it is 800 plus not a Pokemon? fun thing. Yeah, I caught. Uh, uh, I did Diamond Pearl, so like 600 plus at that point. But yeah, I caught them all, <laughs> and I was upset at the end at, with myself. Like, why did I do this thing? You know, like 150 was hard. Yeah, like it's just it's so much, and people just well, you know, it's not and hashtag not my Pokemon. Then it's like, what? The, <laughs> can't we just enjoy the thing for what it is? I can't just like. And that's that's my thing with like the the idea of netcode too. Like if it's not going to be online player, that's fine. Just let's enjoy it yeah. for what it is. Okay. Rush, it's Russian influence game because of that. But if you I'm have no real life friends, you can't enjoy those games. Sure, and then you play other games. Uh, but no, if you want to play more, honey, friends. No, I know. Well, you, you find <laughs> other games to play with. Yes, absolutely. Hey. That's how I feel too. That's exactly how I feel. I, I, yeah, yes. I mean, I wish that there were an easy solution, and, and there's not. Okay, so I, I, I have a, another, uh, a, a different direction of a question. Okay, all uh, right. Something related to what we were talking about in our pre-show stuff, which you'll be able to find on our Patreon, uh, mm-hmm. is the different the, what are the games that stand out to you uh, assuming that there's you know we, we we talked about one in particular um how many do you have what are the games that stand out to you that uh may be great for streaming less than great for playing great for playing less than great for streaming these the, like because a lot of games obviously you know work in the in that middle ground people play them they yeah. love to watch them you know so what it's great to stream what are the what are we looking at here? Um, I see that uh, Lucifox has his hand up. I already, I already <laughs> said, I Dan, said it. I Dan. said it pre. I said it pre-show, and I'll say it again. Streaming Watch Dogs Three will be better for streaming than it will be for gaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One hundred percent. You well, had so, to, no, I think reach. I think that that's those are like good things to talk about. Like as a whole, I think personally, it's 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 a uh, it's going to be weird. Um, personally, I don't stream any large game like super hyped up games that come out on day one that's just not Mm -hmm. what i do so i have a weird dilemma for this cyberpunk it drops i'm not gonna stream it at least right away but i'm not gonna wait like a month or two to stream it either or even play it i'm gonna probably play that in my living room because i gotta play it on day one i'm just gonna take two weeks off right like how do you decide that kind of stuff not streaming for sure I don't yeah. like how do you decide that? Like normally I, I, I look at I look at what time I uh I start streaming in the morning and I'm like, okay, when does Co come on? Well, I'm not gonna have enough time to start that game before he gets on. So I stop. <laughs> yeah, and that's pretty much it's, it's pretty easy for me. I mean, uh no, I mean I'm starting at midnight. Well, think, and another, another thing too to is your community, well, you know. Right, yeah. like, and your and your stream hours. Right. People who are streaming, like you know, back on my on my old schedule of like getting getting into sometimes ninety six hours in a, in a week, I can play mm-hmm. a long game and get that get that cranked out. But mm-hmm. obviously, if you're you know if you're streaming three or four days a week, five hours a piece, like the amount of time it's going to take you to, to to blast through Cyberpunk. I mean, you're talking about like what like how long is that playthrough going to be? Is it was that like two hundred hours? Right. Yeah. Chat, yeah. chat yeah. also like raises two months to that game. Chat well, raises a good that's point. A one, how yeah. many people realistically want to watch that game being played and don't want exactly. to by themselves? Yep. Yeah, yeah. You know? That's yeah. why like, I didn't like, play. The, that's why I stopped playing AAAs or at least like big right. story titles in the first right. place. Because I we, you rebel. We looked. We looked loco at uh, Kingdom Hearts three and how it was sure. just poison for streams. Same thing. You know? yeah. like, Very true. I don't know. I mean, no pe- my to... community loved it. Sure. Yeah. No. I yeah. mean, your community you have, loved you have it. Obviously, it was, that that favorite. <laughs> it was their favorite thing that you've ever played. They want me to replay it, the whole thing. Know, they keep crazy. asking <laughs> one through three all over again. Utterly yeah, unsurprising. Said, 
I, I that's mostly what I see on my Twitter feed. like, Loco, Loco, please, can you just become a Kingdom Hearts streamer? Can we just right. change your name to, to Keyblade Loco? And I get that. <laughs> that makes sense. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Going after that... Keyblade Sarah there, huh? <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, okay, so here's the thing yeah, with true. Cyberpunk, and I think the, for the most immediate game that's coming out that's going to be similar is Borderlands 3. But everyone mm -hmm. and their mother are going so. to be streaming. Sure game. But at launch, everyone and their mother but... is going to stream that game. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So It's a real big game. That's In terms of the be... choices we have to make as streamers. So, yeah, yeah as sure, a streamer, sure, sure. like, in general, um, you know, I think for most people that depending on your time of day, uh, I would say mm -hmm. if you're getting below probably like 100 concurrence, you need to really think about those day one releases because sure. you're going to be far down, especially That's for Borderlands. <laughs> Cyberpunk's going to be really bad too, yeah. where you are buried in the directory mm -hmm. and you should wait. Um, and, how long yeah. you wait is going to depend on the game. Sure. But also... Mm -hmm. and you have to watch the directory for that too, for that decision. Yeah, so, so a game like Cyberpunk, you're going to have a lot of people that don't want to... Um, watch it but you're gonna have a lot of people that's gonna be the top game on twitch day one yeah. uh probably for a few days so there are gonna I be agree. plenty of people that want to watch it um but then you have to look at where you're gonna be as a streamer right where you, you would theoretically appear on the list and that may be a game where you might want to just enjoy for yourself like it may not even be a game sure. for your channel mm -hmm. which i think a lot of people will forget about when it comes to a super hyped release a cyberpunk where People that never play those type of games are going to get in those, into that game. Sure. Mm. And they kind of yeah, just like sure. forget that's, like that's what their focus game. is. And it, you're going to see the effect of that. It's not going to be yeah. good. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, no, I, I, I definitely another, know where I sit. I think another important consideration for this too is one that we talk about every time we get back into game selection broadly, uh, which which this is a, you know, a, a subversion of that same conversation, mm -hmm. is your commitment to a game. Again, going back to Cyberpunk, uh, Borderlands is is another one, but I expect that playthrough to be inherently shorter. Right. If you have a 200-hour game or 100, uh, let's say uh, uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, you've, you've got a 120-hour playthrough. Um, sure. If you get into the game and you play it for a week and you're like, I want to see how it works. If it turns out that it's working poorly and you stop playing that game, you've, you've severed the playthrough for everybody who's watching you. Right. And you've presumably, if it's not working out well, you know, damage the momentum that you have and so on. Making the smart, the wise selection in advance always better. How do you make that selection is very challenging. But if you're going to commit to something like Borderlands, something like Cyberpunk, where it's going to have a huge gravity well at the top with the biggest streamers and you're like, I'll just see what it's like. And you get in there. People who do commit to your playthrough may end up being disappointed because you're going to cut it off because it's not performing well. Important, right. important consideration. Right. Yeah. streamer trust is huge like can you yeah. trust your streamer to do the thing that you've invested yourself into doing yeah i mean that's yeah. why i start with the same game every month every day because i know <laughs> i have an audience that loves that game and i love the game too so we have a nice bond there but i can't play that for eight hours so right. we only start with it and then we change it up a little bit later sure yeah i mean at the same time if you're hemorrhaging viewers and your community is shrinking and you're not or you're not enjoying the game you shouldn't feel obligated to push through because your chat's going to be disappointed because at the end of the day, they want to watch you be entertaining and having fun. And if you aren't feeling that way, whatever the reason is, it can be because you're not getting, you know, the viewers that you want. That's okay. Like if it affects mm -hmm. you negatively, you should think about dropping it. And I think 100%. most people will be understanding of that, even if they're disappointed that they don't see the rest of the story being played out. Mm -hmm. Are you saying that, that your chat so is not games. going... Your, your chat's not going to be happy on your 45th 
playthrough of Kingdom Hearts, and while you're hating it and they're absolutely loving it. Why would I be hating that? I was just, uh, <laughs> I, I would love it just as much as they do. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh no i think that's key though there's definitely games that i've dropped like in the middle of play like uh either either because it wasn't good for the channel or because i wasn't happy with it like we happy yeah. for you i dropped the hell out of that game i was just like sorry guys no you guys liked it but uh we're moving on yeah so i abandoned i abandoned a whole month of jrpgs because um i like started because i don't play jrpgs but i started playing it i started playing dragon quest 11 and i was digging the game but it very much nobody wanted to watch it because it turned into if I wasn't there at the beginning, I've missed so much. Yep, and right. if you're not invested so from the beginning, big, you're big just not, you're not going to go in there because either you haven't played it and you, you're going to play it later. Don't want spoilers. Even if you like love the stream, like my regulars didn't even show up because they're like, yeah, we we like you, but we don't really want to watch that at all. You so right. too. <laughs> Yeah, right, so I dropped that like day two. So that that yeah. that was just the decision I had to make. Yeah, no. I guess the other consideration for story story stuff uh, also is one that that um, the longer you stream, the more you see this happening. Is people <laughs> who have no intention of spoiling come in and going like, "Oh, so what choice oh, did she make? What choice did he make at this?" Did you thing? get you're to like, this part? Yeah, sure, 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 yeah sure, you're sure, like, sure, dude, sure. I, that's like, what do you? I have that's like eighty hours away. I haven't been there yet. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And you're going to have to field those kinds of things constantly from people who are totally well-meaning and love your content and have no intention of spoiling you. That's just yeah. the, that's just how like the the bread is buttered, you know. That's just how it works. I the bread think, is buttered. Yeah, that's how the bread's buttered. Yeah. I I, I think toast. with the 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 bigger overarching focus that a lot of companies have on these these longer stories now at this point. Um I think a lot of that's better committed to other mediums as well. Like that's that doesn't have to be a Twitch playthrough because realistically, you could do a YouTube playthrough of that and mm -hmm. diversify at the same time. You know, like you don't have Diversifying, that doesn't have to be yeah. a thing that you do on stream. You know, it's a good word. Like yeah. yeah, it's a good. Subject. Diversify your. Content. I keep saying this like is. <laughs> As much as YouTube is hard to break to break into and actually like you know get discovered on, it is it is still and they're they're working on this Twitch is at least it's still more permanent than Twitch is yep. and I think if you yep. just want to do like yeah that story game there might be somebody that watches it like three years from now mm -hmm. and it's a lot easier to find on YouTube right now than it is on Twitch. Oh yep. yeah, yeah. Yep. Do not disagree. I think like unless they're looking for clips, which. Right. <laughs> I think like with upcoming looking at upcoming releases and stuff like um you know you got to consider your channel and sometimes these things can be difficult to predict. Like I I don't think anyone here would say that they've like completely mastered game selection, right? Cuz otherwise like no we would probably just continue to grow 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 grow, right? It, it's mm -hmm. it's difficult and there are going to be hits and misses. Um but you know there there are some things that you can do to kind of like plan ahead, right? Um, and I think one of the biggest things is developing relationships with game companies and uh, and publishers mm -hmm. uh, and, and PR people. So now that E3 has just ended, you probably, you guys probably here saw your inbox, like minutes after a game was announced, a press release in your inbox about that game. Mm -hmm. um, so even though some of these games are going to be months out, even like a year or so out, it's still a good time to 
get in contact with these companies to express your initial interest, yeah. introduce yourself and well, kind of start building that yeah. relationship. Be like, I'm really into this. I know it's like super early, but this would be fantastic for my stream. I want to work with you guys. Like mm -hmm. put me on your list or whatever. Yeah. I mean, something that's why I still go to, to E3. I mean, I didn't No, I'm just saying that's why I still go to E3 because oh, yeah, sure. I didn't, I'll tell you right now and chat's going to hate me, even though I had a badge, I didn't go into E3 the whole day I was there. Yeah. I was just meeting with people outside um, and at hotels and stuff like that mm -hmm. for, for business reasons. Um, I was about to say I've done that in Vegas <laughs> too, but that wasn't uh, but, any convention. <laughs> but you know, that like you still go there because yeah, you want to, the face-to-face is a hundred times better than through email, but email is sure. still really, really good. But having yeah. that actual connection with the people making those things, I literally watched, we watched the, uh, the final game of the NBA playoffs with the, guy that's making my hope my most hyped game this year uh atomicrops and oh my god he literally was hanging out at his house and that's like a bond that i don't think you can really get unless you go do god. stuff like that you know yeah i can't it's that's so challenging to achieve over email in the same way that's true <laughs> right <laughs> yo can we like um can we like yeah, um, just hang out digitally together Where one day do you live? Just do that? play by play like basically yeah. live to like live emailing like <laughs> So I, I think I think to the to the to the point of contact, um, there being super early on it is not bad, not necessarily productive. Being right on time with it, which where right on time is, that's kind of there's there's that depends. Even um, uh, PR and, and and managers are still will tell you different different times. Being too mm -hmm. late is definitely a real thing. So mm -hmm, sure. uh, part of what I'm getting at with this is when you see things uh, announced at, at E3 uh, and or if if you've already created a list of things that you that you enjoyed while you were while you're watching through E3, um, finding who uh, you know is producing that stuff, uh, pu publishing that stuff, trying to get in contact now may not help you, but it may. Um, if you're doing that because you remember how much you liked that game, a week before it releases because that's when people suddenly start talking about it and then you're scrambling to try and create a connection way too late ain't gonna happen mm -hmm. doing it doing it doing it earlier is always going to be better and uh it also creates uh subtle little bonuses like you'll have their contact information hopefully saved in your email so you'll be able to just bring it back up when you search for it exactly um, and and pop another email onto that chain that maybe you sent six months ago um, and go like, hey, I'm revisiting this. I, I wanted to, you know, reach reach out again. Uh, make sure that I was on your radar because of the intense interest I have in your game, so on and so forth. And trying to do that in a little bit in in, in advance of the game's release. You got to remember that people are going to be in super crunch too, right? right. Before the game actually that's comes why, out. That's why I already reached out for Elder Scrolls Six because I know, like, three years from now, <laughs> I'm ready to play that bad boy. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and and play, playing playing games early can be a problem too, if, especially if it's like not like a fully released game. Um, I think uh, I had that issue with They Are Billions. I played it like the day oh. it dropped early access, oh. the yeah, day everything happened. The day. And I played like I played like forty hours of it in like two weeks, and mm. then then it got popular, and uh, and then I was kind of burnt out. I did everything that I thought I could do at that point. And I was like, okay, it's time to switch to new games. 24 hours after it got popular everybody like a lot of people were like have you ever played this this new sensation they are billions like, i go oh, dude, where were you for the last oh, 20 on. hours what's going <laughs> yeah. on here yeah 
Whoa. So that thing happens too. It's 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 that there's a sweet spot right before it gets popular, but like True. too early is too early and too late is obviously too late. I remember but playing yes, too PvE late is harder Fortnite. than too early. Remember that? Remember when we all I, re- I played Fortnite, Fortnite before BR was even a thing. Yeah. Oh, yes, I oh, played Fortnite on, on launch. <laughs> yeah. 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 Same. I paid a hundred dollars for that. Or or yeah. YDYP paid a hundred dollars for that or something. I don't know. Somebody uh-huh. did something happened. It was excellent. That's and then lovely. you know. Or uh or what else what else happened? Let's see if Thieves. See if Thieves was dead. Category didn't exist, and then all of a sudden, all the cool kids started sailing again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean that one's tough because Sea of Thieves, in my opinion, was boring when it launched and got way better later. No, absolutely. I don't disagree. But I'm saying like there was that that point, that sweet spot when you got into it when it got better and people started. Yeah. So know. one thing that um I think people struggle with, uh streamers struggle with is finding the right contact for their game, mm-hmm. like a community manager, a point of contact, an email, right? So E3 mm-hmm. is actually a really great time because all right, so here's some tips. On Twitter, uh, a lot of people in their titles put like, in their like names, they put like at E3 or something or hashtag mm-hmm. E3. You can search that to try to find people that, uh, industry people that are attending E3. You also see a lot of community managers finally be able to talk about the game that they're working on, right? So you'll yes. see a lot of announcement tweets uh, that get a lot of interest because they're like, hey guys, I'm the community manager for this game. I can finally talk about it. Mm-hmm. Another thing is look uh pay attention to like who presents the games because you can find them on twitter and sometimes uh they the community manager managers or um someone on that team will be presenting that game and you can look them up so like i have names written down especially like ubisoft did this a lot in their uh presentation where a lot of the community managers were speaking out so that's those are contacts that you can look up on twitter and start that initial relationship I know who I'm talking about or talking to about that Tokyo uh, game. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what, was the, what was the first part of that title? Something Tokyo. Ghostwire. Yeah. Ghostwire Tokyo. Ghostwire. Yeah, yeah. Ghostwire. I know who I'm talking about yeah. or talking to about that. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're going we're gonna to hang out. We're going to chill. Mm. Mm. No, she became like the the ultimate like heartthrob of E3. And I don't know. Spooky. They said Keanu who? What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's excellent person. She's awesome. Are they good? Yeah. Yeah, no, like definitely reaching out to those community managers. Like, uh, Did I make it awkward? Yeah, no, 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 no. you got it. You got it. No, uh, I was daydreaming the... about, about her, like, cute little kicks on stage and stuff. Sure, and so, sure, 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 sure. She... I don't know. For, for me, it was day nine. I gotta say, day nine and Frankie both like that was a power combo. Like that. Was oh, fun. that was great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, but to yeah, that like, point, yeah. a lot of those, a lot of those people uh, presenting to Logos Point, a lot of those people presenting are the ones that are doing the outward reach towards streamers and towards the people mm-hmm. doing PR and stuff like that. Those are those people. Um, we had we had dinner with uh, a lot a lot of the Bethesda guys a couple years ago at PAX East and. Those are the people that are making those connections. Like they want to meet you because they want to make things happen for you because right. it helps them. So it's like right. you want you want to help them help you, and making those contacts and making it easy for them to reach out to you is always a plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think vir- uh, virtue. I think patience is a virtue on this one too. Um, mm-hmm. Doing your best to to still speaking to to Loco's point, doing your best to organize your uh your outreach is a good idea the so 
I it's very safe to imagine that as soon as games are announced, these people are getting blooded and yeah. they may mm -hmm. not see you. You could be a big deal and they still may not see you like it's there. You know, a lot of times there there's generally equal equal weight given with a little bit of prioritization, but just missing anybody, any email, any DM, any tweet is super easy. If you're going through point by point, you have you have, you know, the list of games and the people that you want to contact set reminders for yourself to circle back around and see which ones of those did not reply, because it's so easy. All of us do this all the time where we're like, oh, cool, we're going to contact people. And then we put the impetus on them and we totally forget. We, uh -huh. you know, you might get contacted back by a few people and you don't remember who did and did not. And you have to go back through and search through the emails that you did. Send. It's, it's yeah. a giant pain in the butt. Just setting yourself some some reminders to, to circle back is a, is a good idea. Yeah, and I think this is why organization is so important. Like, you should make uh, lists and spreadsheets of, you know, game releases, like the game, uh, the release date, the publisher. Uh, do you have a point of contact? Do you have their Twitter handle? Do you have their email? Like, this is something that I have that I know Lucid has, and as, as a team we have as well. Um, we keep all this information tracked so that we can, like, yeah, maybe the second that it gets launched, like when Cyberpunk got announced, I'm sure like you probably could not get through to someone to talk about that game. Yeah, sure. Um, but you wait and you time it because uh, that's that's obviously still a game that's that's a little far out. Time it to when things slow down and, mm -hmm. you know, start interacting with them on Twitter, follow them uh, and, you know, you got to catch them in a week, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, you want a little tip about like pre-E3, like right before E3? If you if you kind of if you can guess or at least get close to guessing what games are going to be talked about or or presented in any way shape or form or even who worked on uh, some of these games that might be talked about to find out who did it last year or find out somebody involved in it and just just say hey hey so I, I'm sure that like I'm sure you're nervous about E3 I'm sure there's a bunch of stuff happening um, it sounds like you're probably going to it sounds like you guys are probably going to talk about something cool I just want to say hey good luck um there's so, like and i know what it's like i know it's crazy um everything going on good luck let's talk afterwards I, i'm super hyped about your game i want to know more about it and i can't wait for your presentation sure just to keep them like keep them interested knowing who you are and keep them let them know before it goes crazy that that's you're interested true. that's about it get your name i remember stuff there. like that because they 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 do get like they're human beings they do get nervous on stage too Yeti. <laughs> yeah for sure for sure. Um, so Tomination asks uh, if there's like a special way to find people uh, like with E3 in their names. If you click the E3 hashtag, um, first of all, you'll see tweets related to E3. So you'll definitely catch some industry people just through that feed. You also can mm -hmm. tab through the top to see like the people section. Those people like I'm looking at it right now. You can see a ton of, of industry people that have E3 in their names. Like these are awesome contacts that you should be making. So I like that's why Twitter to me is such an important tool because of these discoverability uh, uh, tools that you have with Twitter. Like, um, you know, it's, it's, I find that going through like the websites, while that does work, like a lot of these websites, Ubisoft has like a press portal, stuff like that. Um, they, they can get, get you to a contact as well. So check that out too. But Twitter is a great way to find community managers and other um, really awesome industry people to connect yeah, with. Absolutely. I disagree. Yeah, just keeping up with people, and I mean, legitimately, just being on Twitter 
often gets a lot of good things. A lot of people are afraid of Twitter that I've noticed that haven't really stepped fully into it or haven't been there from from like, you know, a couple of years ago or years ago. Um, I've, I've mentioned this to a few streamers that have been talking about things and it's like, hey, get on Twitter, check this out. And, and a lot of them will say, I don't have a Twitter or I, or I hate Twitter and stuff like that. And yeah. but you only hate Twitter because you are following kind of the people that probably make you hate Twitter. Um, but <laughs> like, surrounding yourself well, with those with those positive people. Yeah, I mean, there's sure. there's obviously there's anomalies all over the place, but there's a lot of it's it, Twitter is a tool that you can shape and mold to how you like it. I mean, if you if there's a bunch of people that you don't want to unfollow or block, just mute them like that happens or mute certain hashtags or what have you. There's there's so many tools in there, but literally saying uh, I, the, having watching a dev saying, oh, today's a stressful day and be like, hey, sorry, man, that that's that sucks. I hope you have a better day. It's just being a human, <laughs> being a human to a lot of these people, you, they'll remember you. And obviously, sure. you know, the more you think about just using them for that or, oh, this is going to give me points later, that's not going to come into play. But being a human and somebody who cares about the people making the stuff that you like, th they'll notice that and people will remember that you were good to them and that you're somebody that they should care about. Yeah. I mean, all these people use Twitter not just for their game. They are people, right? So they they express their thoughts and they ask questions. Um, I always give an example of like Sean the Baptiste, who's always asking, uh, reaching out to streamers, trying to understand his position more and, and trying to understand streamers more. So like, mm -hmm. just like engaging with people on a normal level before you kind of like make a formal uh ask is is can go a long way as well especially if you have time of, right yeah. like if it's not like a week before like obviously you're not gonna like if you try trying to get the game like those cold emails are gonna happen um but that's why again e3 yeah. is a great time to try to find these people and start to build these relationships mm -hmm. conversations about like well to go for like activations um we talk about activations a lot and how those happen because there's a lot of people that I mean, we do sponsor streams every now and then we all have and a lot of people will ask me it's like how do you how do you get sponsored like how, how does this happen and uh, the answer usually on like on stream will be well we're lucky enough to like have some friends and they they want to do some cool stuff and they reached out to me the long answer is well i've known this guy for a long time i've known this this lady for a long time we've we've met we've talked about things we've shown that we can trust each other like we we genuinely just like each other. And then all of a sudden it, a, an opportunity shows up and I was on their mind when that happened. So they reached right. out and that's what like be, being genuine and, and friendly with these people or and everybody, no yeah, matter who's around you and whoa, whoa, being whoa, positive. Whoa, whoa. Be kind of I know. gets you far. I know. Life stop this. You, I know. You and your, you and your self help. What are you talking about? No. <laughs> Trust me. I know. <laughs> it's it, it'll it goes so far to trust somebody and have them trust you back especially in an industry where thousands of people thousands upon thousands of people are just trying to make a buck off others yeah like if they can if they can yeah. feel like they can trust you that's so powerful it's it really is people don't like to feel used and mm -mm. so when you interact with someone online for the very first time and it just seems like you know you're asking for something that can rub people the wrong way. Yeah. Uh, can we answer this question for? Can I answer this question for Matthias? Twitch Matthias. Um. Uh, 100, yeah. One hundred percent. Absolutely. Okay. 
Thanks, Lucid. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, I know you want to expand. Uh, so, yeah. so uh, yes and no. Um, for so the question is, do you feel attitude from studios or publishers towards streamers is changing? Yes and no. And there's a couple reasons for that. Streamers are joining that team um, a lot more, so there's a lot more understanding there. But also places like the stream scene and streamer streamer square and all these things, and as well as more professionals joining like management and joining like agencies and more streamers learning that they can have full conversations with these people they're starting to it's education right so the 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 bad attitude never was about oh we don't we don't like you it was always we don't know how we can use you and we don't yeah, we, we don't want to take that risk but now we're getting this education proving that there's use there so that that yeah the attitude is changing quite a bit but it it takes like it's not because it just happened it's not because certain people are just getting smarter it's it's actually because it's a it's been a five six year process and even longer in the gaming industry of teaching people what these things are because mm -hmm. devs just they sit in their office and they work the whole time they don't really have a whole lot of time to go talk to streamers and understand that they're actually people that can help you Right? right it takes that slow education it takes years and years of a, of a big process so yes but also no because some people don't really care to learn sometimes yep yep that's yep, a good yep, answer yep. that pretty much sums it up for me um to change the subject a little bit and talk more about like game releases do you guys use any tools to keep track of when games are coming out because i know that's um uh, a struggle with for a lot of people is like oh my god i did not even realize this was coming out like <laughs> Yeah, the wish lists really. For, yeah, like, I wish yeah. list anything I'm interested in. That mm -hmm. yeah, that would I find that one to be a bit of a struggle for me, like because I, I I never go back and actually look at at my wish list itself. I um I just do a quick search every right because like like launch titles are are were the bread and butter for me. Yeah. Um, doing a, a quick search every month or two for what's coming up, and then straight up putting it in my calendar. Um, yeah, where it's like this is the release date give me a uh, a week in advance or depending on whether or not it's something I was going to focus on a month in advance uh, reminder where it's like it's going to ping me it puts it up and I know that I need to keep it in mind if I want to focus on it sure start doing right. stuff for it now or, or whatever and and just doing that uh, regularly and being calendar centric is very important obviously for release dates they're on particular days at particular times so even just putting a reminder in your calendar itself to look for release dates if you want to do that mm -hmm. once a month and look at what your next month is, is is looking like, it'll just ping you. You can set it to recurring. You put it in once, set the reminders. One time you do the work for this, and then it, it sets, you know, recurring reminders for you to go in search for. And I just just I just Google like upcoming release dates. And I always go to the same site, right? Because it's purple instead of blue on, on Google. Like, oh yeah, that's the one that I use. Oh, I clicked this link a few times. It, go back into it, look at the dates. Yeah. Works. Yeah. I use Google Calendar oh. a lot for that too because it's yeah, just Calendar super handy to program so things. Um, yeah, exactly. I will shamelessly plug the uh, Streamer Square actually has a really cool tool where we have basically automatically integrated game releases onto a calendar and you can save this calendar t t as a Google Calendar and so you just automatically have the latest game releases on your Google Calendar. Uh, it's, That's crazy good. It's super, super, super handy. I'll link it in chat for you guys. Um, that's what I've been using for the last. Gentleman's got it. Yeah. Oh, did he already link it? Um. Yeah. No. It's yeah, super super handy. Yeah. Yeah. I've been using it for the last couple years, and it's uh, it's amazing because it automatically fills in your Google Calendar. 
So shameless plug. <laughs> I mean, we are on twitch.tv slash streamer square. I was going to yeah, say, it's our own Yeah. Oh, I could say, ask the question and then I answer it. I'm going to start. kind of set it up for myself to, you know. <laughs> Those are just smart moves. Hashtag ad, hashtag so these sponsor. are all different calendars that you can add separately right like yeah, PC so, releases combined game releases xbox one yeah so if you are a, uh, a streamer for a certain console like you only play playstation games you can just add a calendar that has only P ps4 releases and it's not like 100 percent accurate to you know some games do come out like this isn't every single game uh logged but it sure. pulls from uh a couple of lists i think to make it as, as close as possible so super nice. awesome. i'm adding this to my calendar right now i'm just saying I like it. <laughs> it's awesome. It's great. Uh huh. Uh huh. Wii U calendar. Yeah, that's one yeah. of those things that I've I've been pretty bad at because I I play the same games a lot of the time. I I, I go back to games. I, I played games that come out, and then uh, honestly, there's a lot of people in my chat, and we have a whole piece of the Discord that's like, "What's upcoming?" I want you guys to let me know. And there's yeah. people that are like, "Are you looking forward to this game?" I go, "Oh, uh, I am now." Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> nice. so we checked it out. I was like, "Oh, that looks interesting." And or or no, I don't. No, that game doesn't really look like my thing. And but uh, thanks for the you know thanks for the suggestion. And and then I, I write it down in my dot journal that I've been doing recently that I've been pretty bad at keeping up with um, because I, I'll write the stuff down and they'll be like, "Oh yeah, I should probably reference that and look at it every now and then." Yeah, right. That's the, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, the thing. that's the problem, right? <laughs> one yeah. one big one for me which is completely un, unreliable because it's such a such a weird kind of space there were a handful of streamers because one of the big things that i always return to uh for advice for game selection is uh for for growth your best bet is semi-hyped indie titles somewhere around yeah. release uh it has worked consistently sure. it, it has worked for me repeatedly and and everybody that i know who has focused on that has gotten at least some traction that is measurable mm-hmm the way that I've determined whether or not it is semi-hyped, initially, the, the the tip of that spear was was Co, Co Carnage. Yeah. Following his Twitter and following it closely and literally going back and checking on his primary tweets to see if he was tweeting about some upcoming indie title that was, you know, three months out or next week, immediately puts it on my on my radar, going like, you don't say. Now there's a hazard mm -hmm. to that. But which is that sometimes, you know, a semi-hyped indie title becomes a mega-hyped indie title and you still get swallowed up just like uh, mm -hmm. just like if it were AAA game. Uh, sure. But those that, that was oh, that, that's that's going to be it's just challenging to like to like actually work it and, and remember well, that, that and risk isn't it. too high, though. Right. Like you, no, if no, you no. have something that that blows up, like, I mean, honestly, you're making a gamble on the fact that maybe you go you go with it. Right. Because there's yeah, that happens sometimes too. Maybe you blow up with that too. Like that is that is I think a calculated risk that I think you may you don't you you lose in the sense that you don't gain, but also you don't lose in the sense that you're just buried too long because you can always just abandon it if it doesn't work, right? But you at least you put yourself oh, in yeah. that category because you might actually do something with it. But if well, you do something I mean, like, like the value there yeah. is very high. Oh yeah, right. it's a, it's it's much different because I think there's a lot of people that might see this as like oh. But that's just like putting myself in the Fortnite category, which is absolutely not true. Well, you, you, it's a much, it's a much, yeah, it's a much, sure. it's much less of a gamble that way. You're, you're, you know that there's a chance you can go up. There, I would say you can bet there's a chance. There's no chance you're going to go up in a Fortnite category, especially if you're not known for that. You know. Yeah. So, Tomination asks a like Fortnite God. 
<laughs> uh, Tom Nisha asks a great question. He asks, uh, how do you guys approach huge companies that don't seem to have an easy to find email address for marketing PR besides looking for community managers on Twitter, for example, Sony and Nintendo? So here's the thing with some of those bigger companies. Like uh, I work with Nintendo. So Nintendo only handles releases of their first party titles. So like I can't I can't reach out to them and be like, hey, uh, my friend Pedro is coming out on Thursday. Can I get that? They'll be like, no, what are you talking about? Uh, so that's those big companies are really <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That like like those big companies are really like those contacts are useful for the very first party games that are coming out, um, but not so much useful for everything that's coming out like on the console as a whole, right? And I think that's that's pretty well known. But like, um, they're it's very hard to get into that niche. Like Nintendo has very like strict policies for who they accept into things, and same with Sony uh ea is kind of strange about who they accept in like game changers as well um so trying oh, to reach I, out I know the reason behind that but that's a yeah, totally different to, thing trying to reach out to those things um for, for like nintendo for example i used to be family friendly tom it was a fluke so Jesus. yeah it's pretty well, there's, cool. can't even know, imagine that it's still pretty yeah. family friendly oh absolutely 100 percent. like i i support people i, I watch lucid with all my kids yeah 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 yeah. um but no like me it, too me too yeah yeah, yeah. I, I i watch lucid with all hunter's kids too <laughs> it's a good it's a good time for day for our good good family time family. good time yeah, family day. time oh uh, we <laughs> we make hot chocolate it's great I was gonna say a thing. Uh, go no, yeah, no, great, great. I'm glad you guys. If you caught this morning's show, it was very impactful. So I'm. I glad. can only imagine what you would talk about. It was it was sinful. Uh, but no, 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 I like. I don't know. You, I guess you kind of think of the over under on like, is it worthwhile to 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 get to those companies? Like at those at those level of games that are going to be released, right? Like those are absolutely going to get pounced on by like the the biggest people and then like thrown to the the wayside as soon as, soon as they're done with them like i think it's i think like speaking to the point of what hunter was just talking about like the 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 realistic part of this is jumping on those those somewhat hyped indie titles and finding like more niche games is going to always be it's something that, I, that i've spoken about before it's going to be uh at the end of the day it's going to work out better for you yeah, and, uh, it's going to provide a better relationship with that that indie developer, you know. Yeah. Like, like, like I I reached out to Chucklefish when they did Wargroove like months ago, and now like they contact me whenever they have a new release, and they're like, "Hey, sure. what's going on?" It's like, you know, like build those relationships. Like, don't you can you can get that Sony connect, but they're not going to do much in the way of like trying to like prop you up because they're Sony. You know? Yeah, and yeah. so that's. So two things I want to say about, especially Sony and Nintendo, where, uh, first of all, to what Lucid is saying, like, those are games that Sony and Nintendo don't really do early access. Like, they don't really do sure. anything no, with get, streamers get, already, the, right? Um, like, right. Nintendo games. Yeah. So, yeah. It, like, really, like, why do you want a game key? Is it to save money? Is it to, to get mm -hmm. early access? I know, like, for me, the, the biggest pull for me to get early access to a game is to, well, I mean... I just answered the question before I finished the question. <laughs> I just mixed up my words. Uh, the no, biggest reason why I want a key is to get early access. Um, yeah. Especially with Sony, they are 
very stringent about when they give out their keys you have to disclose yeah. it uh they're very strict mm -hmm. about yep. proper disclosure which um to me is almost a pain in the butt for just like having day one access of a game that i, I could have just bought and saved myself the hassle um sure. so yeah it really depends on what you want with, with especially sony and nintendo also uh companies like sony i know they will actually work with other agencies so um almost everybody does by the way yeah 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 okay. nintendo nintendo does not i don't talk to nintendo directly they have their own agency yeah. okay so yeah, like like a bunch of indie games too everybody does yeah. well yeah, yeah yeah that's for sure but i mean like for for sony like you're you don't want to necessarily look for a sony contact you're looking for for example sandbox strategies handles a couple of sony's mm -hmm. titles um but yeah i mean also i think sony and nintendo are just very particular about who they want to work with and who they want to give access to um mm -hmm. they have uh i know sony has you know certain restrictions on uh the type of content uh, if you swear or certain viewership requirements sometimes it, it really depends mm -hmm. game to game um but yeah so hopefully that helps a little bit with particularly those two companies because those are companies i don't ha have any almost any contacts to directly yeah no, most most any if any triple a um person that i know is actually not through streaming it's through something totally different because it's a very well it's it's always about relationships in that building so like if you are if you're looking for something and it seems like this person is engaging with streamers on twitter or something like that and you reach out to them they don't say anything like unfortunately a lot of that time is well you have to you have to have something to give them if that's their job especially with some um with some agencies and stuff like that, the ones that that put out that are agents for these publishing companies, like what what do you have to give them? And if you have something that is either a special version of content or hey, this is kind of just what I do. Been doing this for a while. I love I love this world and where you come from. And how can I provide for you? Or sometimes it's just literally, like I said, being that human being to somebody and mm -hmm. and getting to getting that that trust that you want to earn for them and saying hey i'm somebody that's not going to be a pr nightmare because that's one of the things that's huge especially for twitch a, a lot is if you look like you can be a pr liability they will want nothing to do with you but yeah. sometimes you have to prove that you're not that mm -hmm. yeah not wrong Okay, well, if you guys don't have anything else to add, we're going to wrap it up here. We have your brand, your business right after this. Ooh. Talking about oh. your quarterly taxes, which are due today, U.S. Due today, people. baby. Mm. Did you do your taxes today? today? Um, yes. <laughs> so that's going to be right after the show in about are, five are minutes. my taxes today? <laughs> Warp no, did you do my taxes? Yeah, did you do my taxes, buddy? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but let's go ahead and do some shout-outs. Uh, Datataj, Lucid, thank you guys for joining us today. Where can we find you? Uh, starting with Lucid, where can we find you? What are you up to? Uh, me? Yeah. I'm uh, I'm on twitch.tv slash loco. Love dabs. If you guys could come back by at any point uh yeah just uh no no, no i'm uh twitch.tv slash lucifox uh lucifox on on twitter and all, all the good places uh i wake up in the morning and i think to myself what memes can i create today uh and we do 
tomorrow we're going to be checking out uh, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. Looks like a lot of fun. It's Castlevania goodness coming back uh, to us. A little Symphony of the Night stuff. Then we're doing uh, My Friend Pedro. So just yeah. titles all this week. Super yeah. excited. Yeah. Danitaj, um, you're you're going to be here tomorrow, right? Why why are you going to be here tomorrow? What's that about? Oh. Am I going to be here tomorrow? We'll, we'll see. We'll see if I feel like it. No, uh, <laughs> I will be right here on twitch.tv slash streamer square tomorrow, uh, right after Stream Doctor. So just don't go anywhere. Go watch Stream Doctor. Learn, learn how to fix your stream or see if it's got some type of disease and then cure it. <laughs> And then, uh, and then, and then, stay there. Stay here, uh, because the uh, dance stream of thought, my stream of thought, which is very much what it became last week, um, mm -hmm. will be live right here at three p.m. Pacific, six p.m. Eastern, and um, we're gonna be talking about going through the book that I wrote uh, last summer and put all these you know lovely people in it and talked about how to become a better professional right here on uh, Twitch.tv or or YouTube or whatever what have you. We we focused it on Twitch and, and whatnot, but we're gonna put you in a classroom but a classroom that you like i'm the cool teacher yeah, cool that's, teacher. that's god's truth oh, right okay. there I, I let you have i let you have a little bit of vodka in your coffee if you know what i mean um, my my teachers did that in middle school all the time yeah well, oh. i'm the cool teacher um and we'll, we'll give out homework show. at the end uh, but but yeah we're uh doing a show where we talked about professionalism and and twitch as a whole but um We'll leave the the stream teaching and stuff to the the experts. These people, um, oh, I'm boy. more of gonna gonna talk about professionalism and this like a lot of the stuff we talked about today, as far as like how the industry works and and meeting people and contacting people. That is that is kind of what I do best, and at least that's what I like to talk about most. So mm -hmm. we're gonna talk a lot about that and keeping that show going. And that's something that uh, I think is going is going to be really fun to work on and i think you guys really enjoyed it last week so hopefully we get to continue that for a very long time it's going to be very much let's just talk and uh and let's Thank figure you. out what what's going on and try to fix cool. the problems and enhance the goods you know you know you yes know what I'm oh, i never say yeah. <laughs> hunter i'm currently in the process of trying to enhance my goods uh thank you dan Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> I am I am ever uh, inching closer to my uh, relaunch. I've been on a, on a streaming hiatus to rework the entirety of my content, uh, the, the format of my my company, my brand inching ever closer. We may be on the verge, Ooh. but we'll have to we'll have to see how things shape up in the in very in very short order. Pay attention. Stay tuned for some uh some announcements uh where you can find that is on twitter.com slash the hunter wild tv uh and of course right here on 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 stream scene on twitch.tv slash streamer square right mm -hmm. I, I get maximally excited for our every monday show it's so fun and and then of course uh, side by side with the the most incredible uh host loco loco what about you what have you got going on uh i am playing um i don't know what what am i playing i, I play cooking simulator today oh their oh, billions is coming out with a campaign tomorrow so i'm tomorrow, gonna check that out tomorrow? or maybe it was today Ooh, it was today or it's tomorrow but 
They're billions oh. coming out of the campaign. It's an awesome, cool strategy RTS tower mm -hmm. defense zombie game. It's, it's fantastic. So and I want to get addicted to it again. So I think mm -hmm. I'm going to do that tomorrow and become obsessed with it again. So, um, yeah, I play pretty much everything here uh, on twitch.tv slash LOWCO. Loco2525 on Twitter. You can catch me there. And you can catch me here uh, tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern time before Danotage's show where I do the stream, Doctor, and you can so submit good. your stream, and I will mm -hmm. help you, and I'll, I'll give you some nice constructive feedback, so tune in tomorrow for that. We got So we got four shows on Streamer Square now, so two yes! today, so two fancy. tomorrow, a lot of shows. You can help support our shows by checking out our Patreon and get cool behind-the-scenes stuff, uh, Q&A sessions, behind-the-scenes videos, and much more on our Patreon, and allow us to make more shows and awesome content for you guys. So check it out. Um, Nobody's otherwise... ever said that. I want to get. I want to get addicted to that again. What? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I don't think I people know, say that. Sure. Maybe one or two people have said that before in life. Yeah. Um. Uh. So you can find us Streamer Square on YouTube. We put our episodes on there. We have a Twitter. We're also giving away a stream deck. Uh. So feel free to enter if you want to win an Elgato Stream Deck XL. Um. I want it. I'm not gonna rig it for yeah. myself though. So feel free to enter that. Um, gonna go ahead and enter that. Give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> how many? How many? How many subs do I have to have? I mean, yeah. sub to okay. Go sub to everybody. Okay, sub sub got sub. It, okay, got it, got it. <laughs> I've only um, got two stream decks right now, so I can use a big. I need one a big well. one. I really want a yeah. big one. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh God! Stop. <laughs> a big stream deck. Anyways, guys, <laughs> don't go anywhere because your brand or business is right after this. Stay tuned. And it'll be live in just a few minutes. Otherwise, we'll see you next week for the stream scene. Bye. Bye. Bye.